Welcome back to Art Supply Insiders. My name is Jeff Morrow, and today we're talking with Xiao, who is the CEO and president of North America of UV Art, and G is the creative director. Xiao and G, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, thank you. You know, it's, it's our pleasure. So tell us a little bit about UV Art. What the heck is UV Art? Yeah, so UVR is really um, focusing on UV resin supply, uh, and we have a lot of innovation that puts into it beyond just simply putting a flashlight, a UV flashlight in the resins. Uh, we want to see how we can really bring the most out of these UV resin for different art uh, artwork creation, right? Um, so a lot of uh, design and um, engineering went into it. So we focus on how can we make sure kids can use it? How can we make sure that people don't have the strong scent of the resin that people normally think of? Um, so we really take those out of the equation and put in a lot of different creativity to it too, and have a line of four to five different uh, resin-based products uh, that are useful for um, painting, silicone molds, or uh, even creating like flower-related jewelry items. Wow. So is, is resin art, is that relatively new? Has that been around for a long time? I think it's been around uh, for quite some time, right? You see both UV resin and epoxy being in uh, kind of the mainstream in the last couple of years. But UV resin specifically uh, in the industry, we have seen quite a lot of different players, sure. But like a lot of them still come down to kind of three particular um problem that a lot of that artists and consumer try to stay away from a lot of the resins they they smell more or less with or without mask oh. uh and they take like five ten minutes to cure and then even after you take that much time it's going to be tacky afterwards still uh, whereas you know for uv art we really put in a lot of engineering effort to develop our, our lineup and take all three of those out of the equation um like most of our resin can cure within three seconds to a minute. Um, and we also have resin that are kind of gummy-like. We also have resin that have fragrance in it. Um, so, yeah, that's really where UVR comes in. Yeah, UV is not uh, is not something new to the market, but, uh, well, ultraviolet uh, resins are not really new, but we bring it to the market to make it very simple and easy and enjoyable to use for artists who are already familiar with it or artists who are just double into it and try to explore and find something new for them to explore. So let's walk through exactly what this whole resin art is. How do you create something? As I said, it's not something new. Uh, there are a lot of applications for uh, different uh, resin products, uh, like stained glass effect, I think is uh, the most uh, recognizable and the easiest to uh, introduce and understand. You just have a a glass and uh, you apply resin to the glass and you cure it and you make the stained glass effect. Uh, that's probably the easiest one to, um, as Shao mentioned before, um, jewelry, uh, different uh, trinkets, uh, brooches, uh, earrings, necklaces. Uh, the applications are all over the place the uh it's it's art the thing with the uv uh art is that we have tools for artists and is it is really up to them to apply them there are way too many applications to even cover with a one episode 
Got it. So, so let's just, uh, I, I actually looked at one of your videos and, and I saw somebody was making a little flower and it looked like they just, they, they took some of the gel and they laid it out on a, on a piece of paper or something like that. And they did a whole bunch of them. And, and can you kind of walk through uh, what's that all about? Yeah. So I think that was, was it was it the one that you saw with like the petals and then we yeah yeah so that is part of our jewelry gel i believe um so with a jewelry gel it is perfect for like either silicone mold usage or coating at the end of it um so the one example you saw in particular is really focusing on like having these flower petals and then how can we make it into a preserved flower right and with the jewelry gel it cures within 30 seconds uh for the most part and you cure it, it's actually clear, it's transparent. You can actually still see uh, all the petals, lines on top of it. And ultimately using the resin again as some sort of adhesive because you can cure it and then they will solidify, right? Um, and really putting all those petals coated with a jewelry gel and then put everything together in one piece. Wow. So uh, when I came by your booth, uh, I saw G making, I don't know what he was, he was wrapping wires around and he was doing a bunch of stuff, making earrings or something like that. It, it, it sounds like, uh, so you can apply this. Let's say I've got a glass right in front of me. Can I apply this to the glass and make it a part of that glass? Yes, that is correct. One of our products, uh, specifically the art gel, is meant to do exactly what you just described. You can apply it straight from the tube and um, cure it with UV and it will cure itself to the glass and it will stay there. So somebody wants to try this for the first time. And, you know, um, a lot of times there are instructions on exactly how to do things. If they want to make a bumblebee, is are there, are there videos and are there artists out there that help them go step by step so that they can feel like they've really accomplished something? Yeah, so we do have like kits, we have tutorials that can easily get people to start off uh, if they don't know which direction to take, right? Because fundamentally, uh, some of our resin are relatively uh, newer to the market in terms of their own unique characteristic. Um, so we understand that having these kits and tutorials ready to go for, let's say, a beginner level can can be very easy to, to bridge that gap right away. And to really help people to get started, our gel and jewelry gel are normally uh, the two go-to resins that we have. Uh, again, tying back to what I said earlier, jewelry gel, great for silicone molds. I think that's one of the most popular uh, way of using it that we saw in the past. And our gel, as G mentioned, uh, stained glass, but it doesn't have to be just stained glass. You know, it cures within three to five seconds, so it can really be wherever you want. I think of it as treating it similar to how you would use acrylic paint, right? On one hand, you can have the tube with the uh, art gel, and the other hand, you can have the UV flashlight, and then you can literally create as you go. Um, so beside, you know, above just stained glass, bumblebee-wise, right? Maybe you can have a little... Uh, drawing in the back as an outline, and then you can fill in the gaps here and there, and then that's just how uh, you get it. Uh, I feel like it's worth mentioning that, um, like me as an artist, right? I uh, worked with a lot of resins before, and most of them come in just clear uh, color. So you will you have to add pigments or glitter or something to those resins, where we have a range of different colors again. So you can just use it straight out of the tube, and that kind of gives you opportunity if you run out of one color you can go get another one and it will be the same color 
again. Wow. So this is going to sound like a really dumb question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. So in in one minute, it's kind of a gel. And then the next minute, it's like you've got this flashlight that's kind of bluish and you shine on it and it gets hard. How the heck does that happen? I think it's a great question. Um, I think it comes down to the chemistry that we all try to avoid growing up. Yes. <laughs> uh, but fundamentally, there are some elements within the liquid phase that would be triggered by the UV light, whether, you know, you know, part of the sunlight has UV uh, ultraviolet light in it. And once those lights interact with those certain particles, uh, they would, it would trigger a chemical reaction and then turn them from liquid into solid. Wow. Well, you know, thank goodness for scientists and really smart people, because this isn't something that I understand. I see it done. It just is one of those things I'm not quite sure how they did it. So tell me, um, if people wanted to learn more about UV art, where would they go to uh, on the web or uh, social media to learn more? Yeah, so we have our website at uv.art, uh, UV as in Y-O-U-V, and mm-hmm. you, you can use the same um, handle uh, for our Instagram and Facebook as well. Okay. And, and can they get these in retail stores right now or is it, can they only buy it through you? Uh, we actually just launched in the United States a few months ago. Um, ah. So mostly it's still going to be through our website, but you know, as we were part of being at NAMTA, that was one of our goal is to find retail and distributor partnership in the United States. So if anyone is listening, definitely reach out. Yeah. And, and to all of our listeners out there, if you go to your local retail store and you don't find it there, um, definitely uh, ask them to carry the product. And again, the retailers would go to your website in order to figure out how to contact you. Precisely. And, and give the website again, if you would. Uh, the website URL is uv.art. Okay. And so talk about some of the amazing artwork that you've seen done using UV art. Yeah, I think one of the main highlights, let's say two highlights that I've seen in the past, one of the artists we work with out of Europe, uh, she used art gel. Um, Again, art gel, uh, you can cure within three to five seconds. She layered it. Uh, she was curing it layer by layer and then ultimately created a koi, like actual physical 3D uh, koi out of art gel with different, with the eyes on it, with the fins and different patterns of the body. Uh, everything was on top. Um, and I was like, that was amazing. And when I first saw the video, I was like, I probably can't do this, but it's very interesting to see how you can do those layer by layer effect. And as an artist, you know, I think that's just something amazing, phenomenal that you don't normally see with UV resins uh, and some other creation that we saw. We actually had it at the show in Orlando, too, was, you know, a whole series of um, wedding bouquet related items. Um, and we work with a wedding designer in Taiwan and she used one of our product called Flower Dip to really tailor that entire line and fundamentally using copper wire, create it, uh, bend it into like flower shape, dip it into flower dip, cure it, and then put more color on top. Um, and really standing from afar, you can't really tell the difference between the resin flower versus the actual flower. 
So you just uh, said something that I'm not sure I understand. You said flour dip. What is flour dip? Yeah, so the flour dip is a dipping resin gel. That's for the lack of a better term,、um, and where you can use copper wire, you can bend it into an enclosed shape and dip into it, take it out, cure it within like thirty seconds to a minute. That can serve as a foundation、uh, where you can continue to build on top of it, and the copper wire serve as a, I guess, the main structure on the outside to hold the shape, but then you can still kind of bend it, you know, whatever curve you want, and then you can paint it with. Uh, different acrylic paint, or you can even use art gel and jewelry gel to decorate on top of it. So it's like it, out of this copper wire, you just make this complete circle and dip it in there, and it just fills it all in. Again, using the UV light to cure it—is that the way it happens? Yes,、uh, a, a circle, a leaf pattern, or you can bend the wire however you want.、Uh, the Dipping gel is、uh, that flower dip is forming sort of membrane on that wire, and yes, when it、uh, when you cure it with UV re- with UV light, it、uh, shocks the this flower dip, and it cures it. So after that, you can, as Shao mentioned, you can build up and make art on top of that. So what? Let's go backwards a little bit. You say art gel and jewelry gel. What's the difference between the two? Why should somebody get one over the other? Yeah, the main difference really comes down to the color, the color saturation, and the curing time. Art gel cures mostly within three to five seconds, whereas jewelry gel thirty seconds to a minute.、Um, even though、oh. that comparison is a lot between the, the two, but compared to some other UV resins we see in the market,、uh, we're probably still one of the faster one, and. Color-wise,、uh, because jewelry gel were designed really meant to be used with silicone molds, so all the color vari- variations are actually transparent in a way that you can still you can understand that hey, we cure this item out of the mold. It is blue, but you can still see through it completely. That way, the light can emit you know penetrate the entire、uh, curing depth、uh, so that it performs the way we want it to be. Whereas art gel, the color are going to be more saturated.、Uh, you can、um, just let's just say you can't really see through it as easily、um, as jewelry gel, which in turns also mean that the curing thickness jewelry gel can handle thicker ones, whereas art gel is the thinner ones.、Um, so like I said, resin. Painting or different stained glass, those kind of surface drawing would definitely be the way to go for art gel. Whereas silicone mold, you go with jewelry. So when so you can paint on all of these resin pieces that you make. What type of paint do you use to paint on them? Yeah. So one of the I guess it might be the other way around actually. So one of the inspiration behind designing all of these resin is a way to see, hey, we got the acrylic painting, pencil drawings, whatever, right? Two D drawings. It's been around for one, two thousand years or more. How can we bring that element out into a more three dimensional way and understand the、oh. feel, right? Let's say you have a tree drawings on top. How can we actually touch and feel the tree texture in a way?、Um, I can't really tell you exactly how it can be done, but then with the resin itself, you can have those different, let's say, terrain on top of the drawing. So,、um, one of the original inspiration is the fact that hey, we got a two D drawing with acrylic paint here. We can apply art gel or jewelry gel on top of it、uh, to make it more three dimensional. 
Wow. So you've mentioned molds here. Is that something that you guys sell or is it something that our audience has to go? Is it a specific mold you have to use? Yeah. So as far as silicone molds go, we do have it on our store as well. We wanted to make sure that whatever application uh, you need with UV resin, you can find it uh, with us. Uh, we do normally recommend using a transparent or like more or less transparent uh, silicone mold uh, just because you can cure it on the top and the bottom surface by flipping it. Uh, even if it were to be like one of those uh, black ones with the brown ones uh, or the color ones, essentially, you can still use jewelry gel at a thinner layer, but then you just stack them uh, over and over. Oh, really? So, and it t- so tell me a little bit about your kits. What what comes in a kit? What can you do with these kits? Yeah, so with with the kits, we actually do have like I want to say thirty five to forty different ones, um, and oh. we're constantly building and expanding that that section as well because we have like beginner, intermediate, and advanced level, right? Uh, we want to make sure we can really touch base with all the different level of users and and artists. Um, so let's say let's take the stained stained glass kits for example. Um, basically, when you open it, everything you need will be in there. Uh, so you will have a little. A stained glass candle holder. You will have some art gel in it. You will have some different decoration. We actually did provide a kind of background uh, drop in that you can trace with the line. So it just makes life a lot easier. Uh, yeah. For users. Um, and really, all you, all you need is a UV flashlight on the side or a UV nail lamp that we normally see with uh, nail polish. And does the UV lamp or light uh, flashlight come with the kit? Uh, some do, some don't. Um, and we understand the fact that some user will keep coming back to us. It doesn't really make sense to keep giving them a UV flashlight. Yeah, good, good point. So is is that a separate product that they can buy from you a UV, or is that just readily available out in the marketplace? Yeah, they can buy it from us. They can just or they can just buy it from somewhere else. It really doesn't matter as long as it's UV flashlight. Like we do, rec- we do notice that a lot of our our fans they have a UV nail lamp at home readily available. That works perfectly. Okay, and uh, you, you said nail lamp. Could you literally do this on fingernails? Where you actually, you know, how they paint fingernails? Maybe you, it's it's of a butterfly, and you could put butterfly wings on your fingernail. Is that something you could do? Yeah, so not necessarily directly on the nail itself, ah. because you know one of one of the characteristics that we saw with our resins is that they do heat up a little bit, so it's probably not the best to just cure it on top of your finger right away. That would hurt. Uh, but we do see some other art artists uh, that we work with in the past where they have one of those like separated nails that you can attach on top of it later on. Um, like that works perfectly. I don't know the exact terms for it, but you yeah, can work on the nail outside of your fingers and then put it on, attach it, that will be fine. What's the, what's the most unusual thing you've ever seen this applied to or used for? There is a, a fashion designer we work with. She used our jewelry gel to create a hat for kind of wedding fashion show. And she ultimately uh, displayed that at the London Fashion Week uh, a few years ago. So you can see the model wearing like a bizarre hat, like three-dimensional and they're designed and made out of between like art gel and jewelry. That's cool. And so you can find this art in museums and things like that. Is that, it has the art come that far to where it's really coming into fine art? I would say, 
Yeah, I, I would say uh, UV resins are tools, and it's up to the artists to apply them. So if they were to have exhibit publicly, that would be great. <laughs> the designer with a hat, that is most likely closest to the fine art, as we mentioned. Um, but it hasn't been in the museum just yet. Um, so hopefully hey, there are some artists out there that would love to have a, I guess, gallery show in the museum. Definitely try it. Yeah. <laughs> so when it's cured, um, it does it, uh, it like if you dropped it on the ground, is it more like plastic and it's not going to shatter or is it more like glass? We have five main products, uh, art gel, jewelry gel, gummy resin, aroma, and flower dip. Um, out of all five of them, our gel does um, shatter if you really try to break it. Um, so we, uh, G and I, we actually play around with it by uh, uh, trying to hammer it <laughs> uh, of some of our creation in the past. And our gel does shatter, whereas jewelry gel can hold up the absorption and the impact really well. Uh, and it, when it comes down to flowers, it because you had that copper wire on the outside and they're more or less a thinner structure, unless you truly bend it, it's not going to break. Uh, now you you said two other things. You said gummy resin. What is gummy resin? A gummy resin, just like like the name states, uh, when you cure it, it's just like gummy bears. Really? And and what would people do with that? What do you, what do you make with something like a, that's like a gummy bear? Distressing uh, artwork that people can kind of squeeze and play with. Ah, I can. And and then you said there was a a fifth product that you sell. Uh, aroma jewelry gel. Uh, what is aroma jewelry gel? So we we oh this one took a took a while to really develop actually because we had to understand how we can really put the fragrance into the resins so that they stay and then you can still cure at the same time. Um, so fundamentally, you have three. We have three different scents: rose, berry, and vanilla. And when you cure the product, when you cure the resin, uh, they carry one of the smell with you. Really? And they are uh, clear resins too. So if you want to make some jewelry or some trinkets, you can cover them with that aroma uh, UV resin and they will stay. They will keep the fragrance on them. Well, and so how long does the fragrance stay? Generally speaking, uh, six to nine months. Wow, you guys are clearly innovative, and it seems to me like you're you're way ahead of everybody else on innovation. Yeah, thank you for that comment, and you know it's really contribute to our our, our entire dedicated team in Taiwan. Um, our founder Jimmy, he has been in the chemical development industry for like more than thirty years, so he was really using all of those knowledge he learned and accumulated over the decades to put into these products. Wow. So um, are, are, is there anything about your company or your product that we haven't chatted about that we should? Um, I think we really cover most of it. Um, and I think, you know, there are a couple exciting items coming out later this year. Um, so stay tuned for that. Well, you know what we would love to do because this is such a an exciting product, and and I know at the recent NAMTA show, uh, you guys created a tremendous buzz. Uh, Dave and I heard it all through the show, and we would love to have you come back. And when you have new things to bring out, let us know so that we can get on here and we can talk about it. Would that be okay with you guys? Absolutely, yes. Of course, of course, and I think. I think one thing before we hop off here, I want to add is that, um, you know, 
we kind of focus on the resin product throughout the conversation. We also do have some clay on the side, uh, but I think that's something that we can you know discuss on the next next episode. Well, just really, really briefly, tell us a little bit about the clay. Sure. So um, kind of going back to the wedding designer that we work with, um, we develop a line of clay, air-dried clay, that you can literally mimic a flower. Um, So it would be very, it would be better to have a visual uh, representation here, but when you look from it from afar, you will not tell the difference between the flower being made out of the clay versus the real ones. Oh yes, it, it cures. It cures paper thin and flexible. Wow! And is this something that they can that our audience can see on your website? Uh, right now, it's not available on the website just yet um, because we literally finished the development uh, fairly recently. Okay, um, so it's kind of organizing that right now. Got it. So if our audience checks back in the next 30 to 60 days, is that a, is that a good time frame for them to kind of see it? Or are we looking a little bit further out? Yes. Uh, I think, I think 30 to 60 days uh, is, a, is a great time. Um, we are working with our web development team uh, in the States to roll that section out. Wow. Well, this has been a really fun uh, interview. Uh, what you guys are doing and putting together really takes the art industry and, and allows it to do things that many people didn't think were possible. And you're making it happen quickly. I mean, three to five seconds or in 30 to 60 seconds to, to get completely cured and dried uh, to, to this novice uh, seems unbelievable. Yeah. Thank, thank you for the kind comments. Well, it, it's it, you guys deserve it, and and Xiao and G, thank you very very much for being on today. And again, please come back next time you've got something, and we maybe we can talk more about the air dry clay. Of course, of course. Yes, thank you for having us. You've been listening to Art Supply Insiders. Check back with us often as we talk about the world of art and craft supplies. If you like these podcasts, be sure to subscribe and follow us on your favorite podcast provider. And we'd love to hear from you, so please leave us a review. If you'd like to show your support, please do consider joining our Patreon campaign at patreon.com forward slash Art Supply Insiders. Now go out and create something.